Welcome to Your Next Mission podcast with the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Proudly presented by Cavalry Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. Good day out there, veterans and families, and welcome to Season 2 of Your Next Mission podcast, a program initiative of the American Freedom Foundation. I'm Jack Tilley, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, and your host, and we have a, a great show for you. In fact, I should say we have a wonderful show for you today. Uh, now, before we get started, I want to thank uh, our presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and families, and, and we certainly love them too. Today, we're commemorating Memorial Day and the remembering and honoring all those who have made the ultimate sacrifice for our country and our freedom. And I'm excited, and I'm so excited to introduce Phil Kendro, uh, Vice President of the uh, Mount Soliday National Veterans Memorial in San Diego, California, and a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. So good to have you on the show. Hey, good afternoon, Sergeant Major. <laughs> there you go. Hey, so I know the audience is really interested about hearing all the stuff that uh, that you've done. I just found out you spent 20 years in the Marine Corps. You know what I call somebody who spent 20 years in the Marine Corps? What is that? A quitter. I stayed 36 <laughs> in the Army. So, so we're, anyway, we're good to have the show. Uh, before we get started, though, I think it'd be interesting for the audience to hear a little bit about yourself and your career in the military. Well, thanks, Sergeant Major. Um, so I'm a native uh, D.C. resident, grew up there in D.C. area, went to Penn State University. Uh, Got my degree in history there, uh, which I love history, and I still read a lot of history nowadays. I uh, went to the Marine Corps back in 1995, and, uh, and then spent 20 years. I was a uh, pilot, a Harrier pilot, T-34 and Cessna Citation instructor. Uh, I was a Ford Air Controller for 5th Air Naval Gun Liaison Company in Okinawa, Japan, which is an absolutely phenomenal experience uh, living overseas there. Uh, and then did a lot of operations community relations as well here in San Diego. Oh, wow. Sir, the uh, Mount Soliday National Veteran Memorial was formed, I guess, in 1952. That's correct. Uh, can you tell us or tell us a little bit about the history? Yeah, so uh, we've been here now since 1952, 1954 uh, time frame uh, we were founded. And so since then, uh, we've established that we've uh, secured that property that's up there that holds both the across as well as almost 6,000 now plaques that we have up there of both living and deceased. And what's pretty cool about this is we're really the only memorial in the United States that has that a person doesn't have to be deceased to be up there on the monument. And so what's pretty neat is when you get to have a family bring that loved one up there and we have a veterans honor ceremony and showcase that plaque to them and tell a little bit about the history about them. It's pretty awesome to see that experience with you the know, family. That's, that's funny. You, you must have looked at my question. That was the next question <laughs> I was going to ask you. So, so there's so there's all these. How did that come about then? So uh, basically, you know, we had the cross up there, but we really needed to establish a memorial. It was up for Korean War Memorial and also honor the World War II, World War I veterans. But we really need to solidify it. So back in the early 2000 time frame, uh, they came up and said, what do we need to do? So they got the idea of similar to what you have with the Vietnam uh, Memorial in D.C. with the black uh, uh, granite mm -hmm. um, up there. We took that same black granite and established putting up those plaques on our memorial itself. And so, like I said, now we, we've almost filled up all the walls up there now, too. Uh, no, I, I uh, somebody called me. I've, I've taken my name and put it in some, not plaques, but uh, it was like pavers. Mm -hmm. uh, you were going to put a pavers in Fort Benning. Mm -hmm. I want to do it at the, the Army Museum in, uh, up in D.C. up there. 
Uh, do you do the same thing? Do you have to pipe, uh, pay for those plaques to be put up there with the name on it? Yeah, and that's what happens is basically a family comes up and they say, hey, we'd like to honor a loved one. And so they give us their DD-214, says they honorably served. Uh, and then we work with the family to get a nice photo, maybe some uh, decorations from their uh, emblems or insignia that they had, a little blurb about them each. And it's really a personable, a personable experience that they can say, hey, here is a little bit of history that I can put up on the wall and it'll be up there. There you go. You know, when we think about, uh, and this was interesting, we looked it up here just a little while ago, but you think about the 1.3 million service members that uh, have been killed and the 1.5 million that have been uh, wounded. And, and I didn't realize and really until today, 40,000 are still missing uh, in our country. I mean, that all, you know, that starts all the way back from the Revolutionary War. And, and when I think about, uh, when I think about Memorial Day, really I think about, you know, I had, uh, 16 trips in and out of Afghanistan and three in Iraq was fighting in the streets of uh, Saigon when I was 18 years old in the Pentagon for 9-11 uh, overran once 20 wounded and seven killed but uh, in my lifetime I've seen so many people killed that uh, you know there's, uh, it, it's sort of hard for me to get through that day when you start to think about it normally I don't, usually don't talk about it because I tear up a little bit but uh, but it's a personal day for me uh, it's a, it's about remembering uh, the men and women that uh, you know paid the ultimate sacrifice, and it's a tough day. And I wish there's a way uh, for people to understand uh, those kind of sacrifices. And the, and I don't know I don't know if we we could ever figure it out, uh, but I think there's something we need to do. And, and so so I'm so happy to to be with somebody like yourself that really really honors our fallen and really helps them each and every day. Not just not a one day or not. Just not once a year. And not a shame. Once a year, we talk about uh, the sacrifices people make for this country. Uh, we should be talking about that all year, every day, uh, maybe, and and uh, telling people about the uh, about the sacrifice. What's again? I'll get off it in a second. But uh, it, it's when you think about the people that have, that have died and paid the ultimate sacrifice. I, I think about their families. And I think about the changes in lives and, and all the things that people have to live with for the for the rest of their life. I, I don't know. I just it just it really just bothers me. What what about yourself? How do you, you it's know? you know it's the same thing you're talking about. Like you and I have both definitely served, and we've seen uh, brothers in arms and sisters in arms that have unfortunately been killed in action, um, and we've lost them, and and we've seen the impact on the families. I know myself personally. You know, I've had a number of friends that were uh, killed in action, um, and hate getting that phone call or that email or something when you're overseas. All of a sudden, something had happened, and what we look upon it is. You know, for Veterans Day, we think about a celebration. For Memorial Day, we think a commemoration. And a lot of our messaging there, too, is, is to remember the goals of our families and those that have lost those friends and family because their Memorial Day is all year round, like you talk about. They're always in remembrance. They'll always have that photo up there, and they're going to pass by that photo that's up on their table or somewhere in their household and remember that person that, unfortunately, is no longer in their lives. Yeah. Um, and you say you get teared up, and there's nothing wrong with that because, honestly, as um, we should shed a tear for those that we've lost because uh, they're not living their lives or they're not being able to fulfill their kids' lives and their wives' or spouses' lives um, without being there. Like, you know, Megan uh, McClung, who we're going to honor Memorial Day, you know, she was a major. She wasn't that old yet. And you know her um, her lost her brother lost his sister her her mother lost her daughter and though and and luckily at least 
Part of the thing we're going to do for Memorial Day this year is while we're commemorating, but we also want to celebrate life. We want to celebrate the fact that we're so fortunate and blessed to be in this country and to be surrounded here in San Diego County with this beautiful weather and such a great place to live. I don't and know we about need that. Every time I come out of San Diego, it seems cold. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, some of it, it, it also is, is her personality. And sometimes I think about those I've lost and their personality. It's like they want us to honor them, but they don't necessarily want us to be sad. They want to be proud of what they did, and they want us to live our lives. You know, at the end of um, uh, the movie with uh, Tom Hanks, um, you know, where he says, did I live a good life? Did, I, did, I, um, did he prove that he had a great life for saving um, um, the soldier, or uh, I'm forgetting, you know, Matt Damon, he asks, you know, did I really live the fulfilling life? And you see his family around him like, yeah, he did. And Tom Hanks died for him to make sure that he could still survive. And it's that type of stuff, I think, that we, we honor that. We honor the dead by living our best lives in memory of them. Well, I think the other thing is that uh, being a soldier or being a Marine, okay, uh, but but you uh, you realize how important life is. You know, life uh, you know life is short, even though we think it's long. And so I always tell people, every minute of your life, you ought to be doing something to help veterans and, and helping their families and do all stuff. All the people that are buried in your cemetery are heroes. There's no question about that. Uh, but but I understand you got some Medal of Honor winners there that. Uh, that are in your cemetery too. Thirty-six memorials. Yeah, we have about twenty-three memorial uh, Medal of Honor recipients. We have uh, six or seven presidents that are up there as well that have served honorably. Um, but you know, and I love to tell the stories. And we have amazing docents. We have now twenty docents, which is the largest docent program we've ever had at Mount mm -hmm. Soledad. Mm -hmm. um, and they have the, all these stories. But I love the fact that that Medal of Honor recipient is right next to that soldier, that sailor, that airman, that coast guardsman that all honorably served and all did a mission to help to help our nation be what it is. And that's really what we want to celebrate. It's not just the, the the people that everybody knows those names, but also those people that don't know those names. That logistician, that lawyer that did work, you know, that person that was scrubbing the decks, you know, that four years they did that one job and they did it well and they did it honorably and they helped uh, basically keep uh, the country free in the way it is. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's funny you say that because when we was talking about when we was going to interview, uh, somebody made the comment, uh, we have some um, VIPs in the cemetery, and, and I said everybody's a VIP. You know, everybody has paid that ultimate sacrifice for our country. You know, there's some that did a little bit differently, mm -hmm. but they all uh, they all raised their hands and said, "I'll die for the freedoms of this country." And I think people need to never forget that. And that's why on Memorial Day, no matter what you're doing, you need to stop and, and say a prayer and, and thank, you know, thank your service. Remember, that's something anyway. But uh, each and every day, do something. You know, make it, a better, make it a better world, I guess. We're talking with Mr. Phil Kendrell, Vice President of, uh, of the Mount Soledad National Veteran Memorial in San Diego, California. And you're watching your next mission podcast with me, Jack Attili, 12th Sergeant Major Army. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll, we'll be right back. You're watching Your Next Mission, proudly presented by the Cavalry Agency. They help brands dominate no matter their size. Ideas, strategy, action. This is Cavalry. Learn more at Cavalry.com. Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Purdue Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. Learn more about a personalized, innovative, and world-class education at PurdueGlobal.edu. Veterans United Home Loans, the number one VA lender for five straight years. If you're buying, they're funding your dreams. 
Learn more at VeteransUnited.com. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilly. Welcome back. I'm the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilly, and we're blessed to be here today with Phil Kendrow, Vice President of Mount Soledad National Veterans Memorial in San Diego, California. And I understand that uh, you're planning a special Memorial Day this year. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, thanks, Arnie. So we're very fortunate. We have the uh, largest event, Memorial Day event, in mm -hmm. San Diego County. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll host about over 1,000 people up there oh, on wow. the Hill. Um, so very excited about that one. And this year, we're going to be honoring uh, Marine Corps Major Megan McClung, who was killed in 2006. Uh, she was in a Humvee when it was uh, uh, struck by an IED, and so unfortunately uh, was killed there. Um, what's interesting is that uh, two of the people that were serving with her in Iraq, uh, Neil O'Connell is on the board, as well as Amy Forsyth was her staff non-commissioned officer, oh, wow. served with her, and they're both on the board. So I know that they're very excited because, as you were talking about, uh, emotional. Um, it definitely will be very quite emotional for not just Neil and Amy, uh, but uh, Megan's mother and brother are also coming down for the event. Um, we're having the Naval Academy Alumni Association that will be helping out, uh, as well as a lot of the public affairs officers in the Marine Corps that will be bringing them out to honor her. Um, and it's an awesome event, about an hour long. We're very fortunate the Marine Band San Diego uh, helps support with uh, music every year. Uh, we always have a flyover of the Missing Man Formation near the end of the ceremony, mm -hmm. which always uh, gets everybody teared up with the uh, with the taps played up there, rifle detail. Um, uh, we have a lot of elected officials, military leaders, business leaders that support this event. And so it's just an all-around way to get people to at least one day out of the year to remember why we are so fortunate to have this country and what people have done. Uh, Gold Star families are always up there with us, too, um, to basically commemorate those. Because, yes, we're honoring Megan, but a lot of it, too, is we're going to also make sure to honor all of those fallen heroes that have passed. Um, and then we're very fortunate this year that Lieutenant General Sean McFarlane is going to be our keynote speaker. I was just going to so, ask you that. Who's yeah. going to be the speaker? So he was Megan. Uh, battalion, BCT uh, battalion commander uh, in um, Iraq. So she was actually serving with an army unit when she was killed. And so um, so we're very fortunate that, I mean, that's that was close to him, of course, that one of his, um, two of his soldiers along with Megan was killed that day. Oh, wow. You know, I, the, uh, I, 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 I never hit a mine. I've driven over, this is uh, bad. I've driven over mines that never went off and I took a hit with a uh, RPG once. Uh, but uh, Wow, that's that's it. It sounds like a great ceremony. Uh, so, so the general's going to be a speaker. Any other speakers that you're going to have there? Well, we're very fortunate. Mark Bailey's been our MC for years. Uh, he used to be on CW6 as one of the news broadcasters. He's just a great guy because he knows how to also bring a little bit of energy into the whole um, into the whole uh, event itself too. Um, there's a lot of surprises we're going to kind of do. Um, she had a penguin award, which Megan used to give to the a slowest. Uh, yeah, the slowest person to complete the Marine Corps marathon would get a penguin. <laughs> Um, and so uh, we're going to bring back some of that tradition for her because, you know, one thing Amy said is while we do want to commemorate a fallen is there is a little bit of a celebration of life here. Again, like we were talking about earlier that we really do need to be we believe and know that we're blessed to have every day and that we need to also think about that and celebrate that in a way. And Megan would really like that to be a little bit of a celebration. Are you going to televise this? Or? We actually are. We're going to be streaming it live on MemorialDayLive.com. Mm -hmm. And so where we're hoping a lot of people will fly in from the Naval Academy Alumni Association, the public affairs, and people that knew Megan, um, it'll be also good that that way they can stream it live in case they can't to watch it. And they'll be on YouTube afterwards. Yeah. Is, is there a website or anything that you guys can, somebody can go to if they want to check out your cemetery? To look? Yeah, so it's easy. Honestly, it's uh, MemorialDayLive.com. And then I'll also bring it to our webpage, which is SoledadMemorial.org. Mm -hmm. So either one of those are very easy, and they'll pop up as soon as you put a web engine search for those. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to bring up or 
share with the audience about anything? You know, I just would love people to come and uh, go to the memorial. It's very interesting to think how many people in San Diego County, over 3 million people, and I'll have people tell me, well, I've never been there before. And I'm like, well, you need to make a chance uh, to get up there because it is one of the most beautiful sites up there. Um, it is a place where you can have a nice docent come up to you. He'll give you a little bit of history. He'll tell you about the plaques and some of the people up on the walls and learn stories about them, which I think is so important for the public that didn't serve, just to learn a little bit more about those that have served and what they have sacrificed for our country. So it's not just a Memorial Day or Veterans Day, but they can come up 365 days a year to come up there and also just see how what a beautiful site it is. We have people bike up there, run up there, walk up the hill, and just take a moment and just in in take a breath, maybe say a prayer, do anything they can just to have a little zen-like moment and just say, this is a beautiful place, it's a beautiful memorial, uh, and uh, get a chance to learn more about that and just enjoy the view. Well, you know, I can just I can just feel your enthusiasm about uh, what you do, and you're really honored to do what you do, that's for sure. Uh, well, again, God bless you for what you are doing. Thank you for helping our veterans and families, and and thank you for caring, because I can tell just by talking to you right here, you certainly care about what you're doing each and every day. And I guess thank you for your staff. Do you have a, do you have a big staff up there? Or? That helps you? Um, we have, we're an awesome staff. Uh, we basically have three ladies that work in the office. Um, and then we just have a lot of volunteers. That's another thing yeah. that if people ever want to volunteer and help us out, we'd love for people to help out to volunteer to help to design the plaques, be a docent, learn more about that so you can educate the public. Um, so we're always looking for volunteers also to help out. Last question. You ever wish you'd stayed in the Marine Corps longer? Um, you know, I'm very fortunate right now. I'm serving with the Marine Corps, just uh, <laughs> not in uniform uh, right now. So I'm very fortunate, to, and uh, it's uh, great to be surrounded by the Marines. And, and like I talked about one of our projects, we were surrounded by all the multi-services. Yeah. And it was really good to get to see some young, motivated people um, and uh, forget that I was young, that young once. Sir, can you tell me about Project Recover? I've heard a lot about that. Yeah, you know, we were talking about the 40,000 that are still missing. So Project Recovery used to be called Bent Prop, an uh, organization founded back in the 90s by a gentleman, Dr. Scannon, who uh, basically, uh, you know, he was a scuba diver and was finding out that, you know, they, they were finding these wrecks and everything. And so it became a mission of his to find out some of these missing airmen, uh, pilots, and um, other veterans that were lost during World War II. Um, and so um, they now have been going around the world to help and find these places. And they have a movie called To What Remains that's going to be out streaming here. And it's absolutely a phenomenal documentary. And it, it, I get chills because it talks about the story about them going to Palau and Peleliu and finding these missing airmen's remains to bring them back to the families 70 plus years later. And, and how it is that that family still has that portrait up on the wall of that, you know, that uncle or that great grandfather they never got to know because he was killed in World War II and to reunite them after so many decades. And it's amazing how they go around the world and, and the support that they get um, to find them and having to go through the battle logs and listening to interviews from people like in their 80s and 90s and can still tell about what they were doing over Peleliu. Um, and so I definitely highly recommend everybody gets to watch that movie to what remains to learn more about Project Recover because it's absolutely phenomenal. The story is great. And the work that them and uh, Derek Abbey, who's the president and actually a friend, a Marine aviator, um, that they're doing, it's it's really a great uh, organization to learn more about, the, to reunite those families of the fallen so they finally have closure. You know, when I was years ago when I was in Vietnam, we had a, a, a guy for some reason walked out in the woods in the jungle and they never ever seen him again. And uh, I often think about, uh, you know, when you talk about the numbers, the sheer numbers, over 40,000 that, uh, 
And we never had, again, it goes back to thinking about the families that are affected, that, that they never had any closure. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Well, th- I, again, I want to thank you for what you're doing. You're, you're doing a tremendous job, and, and I appreciate it. I just don't appreciate it. I'm sure all of San Diego and all of our country appreciate the kind of things that you're doing. Well, thanks, Armie. I mean, I appreciate you putting out the word. And, uh, you know, I, like we're just a couple of folks that would just like to help out to uh, organize and reunite and get people to do good things in the yeah. communities. Um, and so I'm just one piece of that. And I'm just very fortunate and blessed to be around good people to do great things in the community. Hoorah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, uh, let, me, let me give you just some, a couple of final thoughts here before we, we go. One is that uh, we talked about a little while ago about the... You know, since the Revolutionary War, is 1.3 million uh, that were killed, 1.5 million wounded, and 40,000 plus uh, that are missing in action. When you think about that, uh, think about the lives that uh, that are affected by all of that. You know, too often we as a country uh, forget about those kind of sacrifices. You know, I uh, I talk about the friend sometimes that I went to Vietnam with. He uh, his name was Prentice Boykin. We called him Barney, big guy. Um, he got his stomach bellowed out and he bled to death on the battlefield. Now, see, that was uh, 55 years ago. 55 years ago, of, uh, for me, is uh, like yesterday. It's about not letting yourself forget those kind of sacrifices that people make for us each and every day. You know, I've said it a bunch of times. I've raised my hand and said, I'm, I'm willing to die for your freedoms. Well, let's not make Memorial Day one day. Let's think about it every day. Let's think about the things that uh, our country, our veterans do for for all of us and the families, again, that are affected. So uh, God bless all of you and God bless this great country. And I I thank you for listening today. And thanks to Cloudcast Media and, of course, uh, our four presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and, and Veterans United Home Loans. They understand the importance of our veterans. Again, we appreciate all of you. God bless you, and uh, as always, see you on the high ground. Hooah! You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.